Heartbreaking. I don't think I ever really met you. We were smoking on the phone. Yeah. I didn't mean You've to had to listen to my dumb answers. Yeah. I didn't mean to run out on you earlier today after I asked that question. So I didn't want to be rude. Get a chase down the goaltending. Yeah. They've they had worse. Yeah. What, did, what did you think of Fulcher? I thought he played very well. And again, like, he's got confidence coming from the season he just had. And yeah, I thought we did a better job defensively in allowing him to see shots. But at times there was, you know, fight through a lot of screens. I thought he did a good job controlling his rebounds. There wasn't a lot of second chances. I thought. I thought he stepped in to play very well. When they scored seven goals on the Rangers on Friday. Mm -hmm. You limited them to two shots in the second period. The first shot came with about four minutes left in the second period. How happy as a coach are you that a young team like this, filled with guys that want to put the puck in the net, yeah. were able to lock down a Dallas Stars team? Yeah. Well, we were aware that. I, mean, I won't say it's a typical or a characteristic of that team, but we knew some of their personnel. They liked to, it's almost like a track it's back and forth back and forth and we were seven to five and they've got some guys that can really skate so uh, we talked about and I talked to guys this morning about how we talked about d-zone coverage and protecting the middle of the ice a little bit more and I thought we did a heck of a job learning from our mistakes last night and kind of applying what we went over this morning and I thought the guys was exemplified today in the d-zone obviously when you talk about the you know lack of shots that they had what is it is that a testament to the skill level of this Red Wings team that guys who themselves kind of like track meets and scoring goals yeah. are able to lock a team down? Yeah. Well, I don't think it's a matter of uh, you know, locking a team down per se, but you know, I, I think the guys, thanks, Trish, I think it's a, a lot. I think it speaks more to, to the ability of those guys to recover and just battle. I think just all in all, just the, the compete level is just a little bit higher. And, you know, the first game, your nerves are getting the best. You know, and guys are going to be better as, as the tournament goes on. Games are a little bit cleaner. The pace, obviously, is, I thought was a heck of a lot faster today. And, uh, and you'll see as the tournament goes on, things get a little bit better structurally and they get a little bit cleaner and they get a little bit faster. Rasmussen is net front presence. I mean, there were times where I think he could have written letters behind the net by the way he was distributing the puck. I, I, is it just, he's just so large and once he gets the puck it's just difficult to get it off his stick? Yeah. Well, he's got such a big frame, such a big reach and that's going to be one of his attributes that he's going to have to use to his advantage is protecting the puck and not allowing guys to get inside of it. Because once he, get, once he gets that puck, it's tough to get inside that wingspan and you know, get his, his big frame around it, it's going to be hard to knock off the puck. There, every team except the Columbus Blue Jackets are one and one. Yeah. Uh, this, I'm going to blow up it, I'm sure, but the game, 4 o'clock against the Rangers, you could be playing for the championship if you win that game. It's, uh, it's how crazy. cognizant do you, do you remind yeah. them of that? Yeah, no, we talked about that after, so it's a different game time, at obviously 4 o'clock, and we'll give the guys a day off tomorrow, but it's good for guys to get rest, and we'll be, we'll be excited and ready to go. I thought he played a, a, again another solid game. He's playing a lot of minutes and uh, I think he's playing to his strengths. He's moving his feet, he's skating, he's seeing the ice very well right now and he's not he's not making a lot of mistakes so no, he's making a he's making a statement here that he worked hard over the summer and he's ready for camp. What about? Oh, go ahead. Dan. I was just gonna say, what about a guy like Riley Webb who didn't play last night, but you got him in the lineup tonight? I thought Riley settled in nicely. And, you know, it's disheartening to a certain extent. We're not in that first game, and you know, but I thought he stayed positive. He's ready to go, and we put him in today. And I thought he answered the bell. And you know, Billy went out for a little bit again, and you know, we had to go down to 5D. And I thought that he, you know, at the end of the game, he stepped up and he played well.
How about Sariardi? I mean, he was caught in that numbers game last year. I know we talked about it a little bit in Toledo, yep. and then because Grand Rapids was so stacked on the blue line, as you're well aware of. Uh, almost when we talk about prospects, defensive prospects, he's almost the forgotten man, the odd man out when you look at like Sulak and Hicketts and Chalowski mm -hmm. and Hanoronic, but yet is he showing you something here in these last couple games? Granted, I know he's cramped up both games. Yeah. No, I mean, I wouldn't consider him the, I mean, we all know what Billy can do. So he's, you know, even when he was down in Toledo, we, we keep tabs on guys. I and mean, he's not forgotten, but, you know, it's tough when you have such good depth in an organization to, like you said, to stay in the lineup. So, uh, it, you know, it's, it's going to be important for him to build his confidence and to go into camp and then really make a statement to to stick around in Grand Rapids. So, you know, I think he's, he's off to a good start and like you, you notice today he's progressively getting better and getting stronger. At the same time you've got guys like uh, Sedina and, and David Pope who are expected to real to step in and, and score goals. They're playing very well, but, but the results haven't been there for them yet. Can you talk about how you get them to buy into the process as it were? Yeah, well, I, I, I've never been a huge uh, numbers guy. I mean, they're, they're getting chances, so you look at that, are they getting chances? Once you're not getting chances, then that's something you got to kind of evaluate, but I think that they're happy with the way they're playing right now, and again, they're going to get more comfortable as the week goes on here and moving into camp, so you know, they, I, I think that they've got pretty good self-evaluation tools of themselves, and again, both those guys we talk about high expectations for themselves, so they do have high expectations for themselves, but they've gotten to this point as well because they have confidence in what they're doing. Thank you. Thank you, Coach.